Um, for me, it's always just sort of been about, are, am I going to be able to make another record? And that's mm -hmm. all I really care about. And it's just living record to record, kind of. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van You know, doing a show in my car where we eat food sounded like a good idea. A little challenging today. I was a little weird, like, sound-wise, when you're doing a podcast. Uh-huh. It makes a lot of sense. But after watching people eat food? Oh, I think it's a bit easier to watch people eat food you than, think just, so than to listen to, to them? listen to them chew food. That's repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the absolute worst. It probably is. You're right. Oh, my gosh. First bite. All in. Check this out. Little pieces of pork on the fries. This is a meal right here. And yet I have a meal on top of that. Yeah, just put it all together. I gotta get some of that. So being a vegetarian... I mean, there there were periods of your career in local age where you were touring nonstop. Mm -hmm. How do you, especially back, let's say, '90s, as local age is breaking, how do you eat as a vegetarian when your options are really McDonald's, Burger King? There's a lot of Denny's, a lot of um, uh, grilled cheeses at Denny's, and finally I was like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. And I haven't been doing Denny's in a long, 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 long time. It's a lot easier now. No, I don't have any napkins. <laughs> I may have some. I've done this before. Hang oh, on. look at you. You're such a pro. I'm resourceful, yeah. Another restaurant. Thank you. There we go. Happy to help. So, are you talking about when Local H broke? 96, uh, As Good As Dead came out. Yeah. Big album for you. It was. What was it like at that time? You were coming up. You had one album out before it. This was the one that kind of pushed you over. Well, well... Where was your mind at? What was the scene like? What was the music industry like? I mean, we kind of knew that if this record didn't do well, uh, we were probably gone. Um, so there was a little bit of pressure. And and I, I kind of asked, I was like, all right, how many records is it going to take for you guys? How many records do we have to sell for you guys to feel like it's a success and you're not going to pull the plug on this? And they were like, well, we'd be happy with 100,000 records. So I remember being kind of very, um, which now is crazy, you know? Right, now that's like the best an artist can do right. in, the, in the world of streaming so back I, then. Yeah. So I was like, uh, once I hit that mark, I, I didn't care about it anymore, and I just decided to have fun, mm -hmm. you know? Um, for me, it's always just sort of been about, am I going to be able to make another record? And that's mm -hmm. all I really care about. And it's just living record to record, kind of. One of the... Uh, Legacies of that album is Bound for the Floor, which mm. you can still hear on the radio today. Right. I mean, that, that really is, when people think of Local H, that's probably the first song that comes to mind. Yeah. When you wrote that song, did you, did you, did you feel like, oh man, this is it, this is the riff, this is the song, these are the lyrics, this is the one that's going to connect? That song wasn't very, that song was really tough to make come together. I mean, it had like this, like really, like this bridge that sort of went to the left and turned into another song for a while. And it wasn't until we completely simplified it that it became... That was good. You know, it was like... We kind of got it a little fancy in the middle. And once we got rid of that, the song kind of came together. But, I mean, it was... Just keeping that repetition going was, was kind of the key, you know. I'm, I was a big police fan growing up. Learned that lesson, you know. Favorite police album? 
Mmm. The first one, I'll land those tomorrow. That's the one next to you, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yep. It's a great record. Right there with you. All right, you had your first bite. Yeah. What do you think? Pretty good. That that portobello, and that's like a steak it's in a there. It's a huge portobello. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the vegetarian steak. Portobello. It really is. Yeah. I was vegetarian for a while. I learned how to cook with tempeh mm-hmm. and uh, seitan, mm-hmm. which was kind of like Satan. Yeah. So it's cool to say. Uh, and tofu. And you just learn how to make tofu flavorful, flavorful when you're vegetarian. Yeah, people, I can't do any of it, but there's plenty of people in the city that can do it. Mm-hmm. All right, sticking on, or sticking to as good as dead for a minute. You've actually been touring, I'm spitting as I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Mm. You've actually been touring behind this anniversary, 20-year anniversary. Right. You don't strike me, in fact, I think you've even said things to this, this effect, you don't strike me as a nostalgic type. No. Here you are in a, on a nostalgia tour. Kind of. Kind of. Um, the, the, they were going to put... We are constantly getting asked to put these records out on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And we've been trying for years. It's been really tough. And uh, this label, SRC Vinyl, has a relationship with Polygram. Well, what are they now? They're universal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were able to get it done. And I wanted to be involved. I didn't want it to be like, you know, just a record and nothing else. I wanted extras and, you know, demos. And so, yeah. We, we, Why are we wearing black, by the way? Because um, I'm cool. Right. Because um, you're a rock star. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to be involved. And it, and then they asked to do if we were going to do some shows. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really into that. And I thought... What if we did this show where there's two drum drummers on stage and, you know, because... Like Chester Thompson and Phil Collins in Genesis on the Abacab tour. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like it. Right. Exactly like it. <laughs> Everything like that. Um, All the way down to the Colony of Slippermen when you play right. that one life. Uh-huh. Totally. Um, but, yeah, once I came up, hit on this idea of the show, you know, just an evening with local H type of show and I mean, we just put out a Hey Killer mm-hmm. a new record last year and I wasn't ready to give up on that mm-hmm. so hey, I so, love that album by the way thank you so once the show seemed like this big thing you know it, it became less of a became it could, like it became more of a challenge and less of a a, a, a nostalgic cash grab or I get that and I once get- you know once you get an idea that can make it interesting for you, then, you know, you don't feel so bad about it. Reaction. Is it surprising to see how ravenous people have been for it? It's nice to see people happy, you know? I mean, you, you, can't, you can't underestimate that, you know, that people are enjoying themselves and, and, you know, the curmudgeon in you kind of wants to mess with people, but it's nice to see people, you know, it's nice to make a connection with people yeah. with the stuff that you created. Yeah, it's mean, a pretty special thing. It's very lucky. You've played, I, I swear, more than anyone. You've played every venue in the city and suburbs. Mm. You, you you know your way around the city's live music scene. Yeah. Do you have favorite places to play? Like places you know you you walk in, you're like, this is it, I'm home. I mean, the metro is like the gold standard. Uh, since now, when you're we you're coming up in in Zion, was that like? If I, if I can play there, then I made it. Yeah, man. Like, the first time we played the Metro, we really felt like, whoa, this is something. And we knew that. 
And so that's always been, there's, and the shows there are always great. And uh, that's always been the place, you know. And the Empty Bottle, we've had some amazing shows there. Um, I love that place. Um, yeah, I think the only place I've never actually played was the Riviera. I find that astonishing. Yeah. You got to make that happen. Yeah, you know, but I remember the first time we played Rosemont Horizon. I mean, that was what's it called? It was with Stone Temple Pilots. Temple Pilots. I remember yeah. that show. That was a great day. That was like, that was one of those days where you're like, all right, this is one of the best days of my life, and I'm going to enjoy it. You know, and it really was. A big arena show with a band that was arena ready. Headline. Yeah, that's where I saw my first concert. Was there. Robert Plant was was there? Oh, what tour? Um, Shaken and Stirred. Okay, so it was like 90-ish? No, it was like 85, 84. That's right, because it was... Uh, it was... Pictures at 11. Then Principal Moments, Moments. And then it was Shaken and that's Stirred. Right, that's right, that's yeah. right. I was, I was thinking Now and Zen. No, Now and Zen was like 87. Man, I'm way off. You're the Zeppelin fan. Why right. am I messing with you? I'm a bit of a Zeppelin fan. You're yeah. a Gallows Pole eater. Yeah, I'm eating a Gallows Pole. Mm. Hang me. And I, I said it, Zeppelin 3... That in presence, the the unsung treasures in the Zeppelin catalog. Zeppelin three is great. It's really great. Celebration um, day. It's so good. I love that record. Um, I think I'm a physical graffiti man. If I had to pick one album, yeah, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, presence and three get overlooked. I can take a kill last day of the week. They're yeah. all great. I I I, lo- I can't stand to hear people uh, put down into the outdoor. Southbound Soiree. That's good stuff. Uh-huh. Paris Alhambra. In the evening. Oh, my God. I still like Fool in the Rain. It's really good. That guitar solo and I'm going to crawl. Mm-hmm. It's so smoky. Really good. So, all right, we talked about places you've, you've played and places you like to play. I know you you like the late night activity. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite bars to close down in Chicago? Um, hmm. I, um... Closed down G-Man Tavern last night. The night before that, closed down uh, Debonair. Before that, I was well, at Be- Best Intentions. Debonair is a total rock star club. Yeah, it is. I think, uh, you know, I, it's kind of like the guys from Kill Hannah's sort of mm-hmm. place. Um, Liars Club, of course. I could go on and on. <laughs> Bangers and Lace on, on Division is a great bar to go and have a beer and listen to a record. That's what I like now, too, is you're getting where bars, they just have a turntable on and they play a record. And you I hear the whole record. You're not listening to somebody's iPod. Are you one of those people who swears by vinyl, like the sound, the warmth, the, the crackles, the pops? No, I'm not a crazy vinyl person. Um but I understand it because mm-hmm. I have a real film fetish. Like I, I want to talk about that because you, you, you've come out as a film enthusiast mm-hmm. in a big way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you have your own, I, I guess we'll call it a blog. I mean, you do it through Facebook, right? The, the popcorn dick. Yeah, popcorn dick. Uh, I'm trying to get the website off the ground, and I want to start doing podcasts and stuff like that. But I, I noticed on social media maybe a year or two ago. You would post every time you'd watch a movie, and you'd number it, right? And that's how I first became aware. Like you, you like itemize every movie you saw, 
Every movie I'd go see in a theater. Mm-hmm. So I just keep, keep track of them. And it was um, just counting the movies. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, well, what do you think of these movies? And I was like, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to make these Twitter reviews. And then that's exactly what I started doing. <laughs> that's exactly, you know? exactly it. People were like, well, we want to know your opinion. And I was like, okay. And so then it started to become like this crazy thing, you know, that was like, I couldn't just watch the movie. I had to say something about right. it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's affected the the, the thing of going to movies, you know, like well, if it's affecting my experience. We have a couple of cool places to see movies. Yeah. They're really nice, Great smartly designed theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is the music box a go-to for you? I'm going to go there after this interview. That's amazing. Well, I, I never got, I, I wanted to see Hateful Eight there. It was so, great. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience. I mean, it was fun. I'm, I'm a big fan of intermissions. You know? How about it? Yeah. The show that we're doing now has an intermission, and I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole show. Just sitting there. Like, well, you know, Rush does intermissions, too. But they also play for like five hours. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. You know? Catch, catch, your, catch your breath. Use the restroom. Right. Give everybody a chance to sort of, you know, I mean, it's, it, we're not, it's, it's, a, it's noisy, you know, it's, it's not a kind music that we're playing. And, you know, <laughs> people should have a chance to catch their breath. It's not a kind music that no, we're playing. It's not, it's not nice. Well, that would be your married man, married man persona. Well, not kind, let's say. More gentle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the lyrics are sharp and personal. But sonically, it, yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the whole thing is a bit of a respite, you know. Um, yeah, I was listening. Somebody had sent me a, a pod, not a podcast, but like some kind of session, a coach house sound mm-hmm. session, and I was like, this is pretty good. I hadn't listened to it in a while. I was like, this is all right. It's interesting. Which one's my water? You're the one with the lid. Okay, cool. I, there's no way I'm finishing mine. I didn't think you were. I mean, it looks like I haven't even touched this yet. And yet? Come on, touch it a little bit more. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say that, Scott. Touch it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. More pork on the French fry. Pork and onion straws on the French fries. Man. Chili cheese Fritos on the burger. I love this place. Fresh baked bread. And the meat is ground with pork. Not for It you. is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is like artisan level stuff going on here. So they make the buns every day. And they make cookies, too. I think we have cookies. I was just going to bring up the cookies. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's, that's one of the appeals. Did you get your butter cookie? It's in there somewhere. It is in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. I haven't had a butter cookie. Oh. There it is. Uh-huh. I haven't had a butter cookie since I was eight. Let's see if they're still good. All right, going back to the black shirt thing. I'm leaving a trail of shame... And my shirt just crumbs another detritus. Can't take you anywhere. I know. It's my car. You can do what you want. That's right. That's right. Mmm. Good bar cookie. Speaking of brush, one of the things I love about Local Age, mm-hmm. hey, you have fun. You enjoy being in a band. It shows. And you do a lot of covers. Yeah. Like, you're a fan of music. And I think that shows with the covers you choose. I mentioned Rush. You covered uh, the 2112 Overture mm-hmm. into Temples of Syrinx. Yeah. Because the two are forever inextricably linked. You can't have one without the other. I think a lot of people uh, 
were excited when you did the Toxic cover, the Britney Spears one, which still sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised by how much that translated to a rock song. You know, that was a thing. Is like I remember listening to it one day. And I was like, "This is a this is a rock song." I mean, there's, mm-hmm. I mean, these are like Stones lyrics. You know, mm-hmm. these songs are this song's about drugs. This will this will work as a rock song. No, you made you made that totally work. Yeah. And so, are there more covers coming? Will you do another EP or another? We're talking about doing another EP. Um, we just recorded a cover of. Um, Manic Mechanic by ZZ Top. Oh, my God. And, um, no, we've got a few ideas. We're thinking it's time, it's high time to do an ABBA cover. Ooh. Um, we've been playing uh, We Are the Road Crew from Motorhead. Motorhead. Yeah. An ABBA cover. Mm-hmm. I could see you doing SOS beautifully. Is that the one? Right on the nose, my man. Uh-huh. Right that, that could be a rock song, too. Because oh, it builds tempo and totally. it starts crunching. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not doing Fernando. No. You're not doing Take a Chance on Me. Oh, I like Take a Chance on Me. Oh, because then you could have the backup vocals to do, like, kind of Take a Chance, Take a Chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I like songs that go, that have ba ba buzz in them. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but some of them. Like A Girl Like You. ba 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 That's a great one. Yeah. All right, so looking ahead, Hey Killer's the most recent, covers on the way. What else is in store for Local Age? It seems like you'd keep busier than anyone else in Chicago Rock. Um, if that were true, I, I really, I, I, I sometimes I, I just feel like we should be doing more, um, at least more writing, more recording. Um, well, don't you do that while you're touring? No, no, I'm, I'm too exhausted. You know, I, I, I can't think, you know. It's, um, maybe... Like a riff will come up during sound check, mm-hmm. and I'll record it. But I mean, it's just the two of us now, the three of us out there, um, and we're doing everything. There's By the way, that's very metal. Time. It's very metal. They have two drummers on stage. Is it metal or is it hippie? Oh well, if it, were, if it were a drum circle, if there were more like bongo type percussion instruments. Well, it's, we're we're calling it the two balls in a dick tour. As, so, as I'm, you do, I'm flanked by the left and the right ball, and um, it's 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 a powerful feeling. That's <laughs> all right. So sorry, I derailed you. Uh, you're doing that. You're rapping. You, you got another round of as good as dead with the two drummers. One more leg, yeah, and then um, we're gonna do some touring uh, in the winter, opening up for somebody, and then uh, is that the classic? I can't tell you yet. Yeah. Okay. It's a classic. I can't tell you yet. And then uh, we are a man of secrets. Yeah, got a lot of secrets. You're a government government agent. Yeah? You have a covert side. Which agency? I'm I'm thinking CIA. Okay. Go big. I I was thinking a Department of Water and Safety or something (laughs) like that. Weights and measures? Yeah, right, right. Visiting the local shell station. Right. (laughs) All right, so you are busy. I mean, every time I look at your tour schedule, I mean, it seems like you're always gigging, you're always somewhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is this is what we do. Yeah, you know, this is it's it's a job, you know, and but it's also a lot of fun, and it, it's great. And and the thing and you know, I just got back from a tour, so I, I feel like it's great to be home and doing all the Chicago things that I love to do. But before long, I'll be itching to get back out there. All right, so I've got to ask, what are those Chicago things you love to do? 
uh, you know, hang out with my friends, go go to the movie. I've been at the music box pretty much all week watching De Palma movies. <laughs> Gosh, like Blowout? I saw Blowout the other night. Awesome. It was beautiful. I saw uh, Untouchables last night. Oh, man. That's... 70 millimeter. Speaking of Chicago, that's like one of those quintessential Chicago It movies. really is. Like every time, you know, you're like, that's the Chicago way. You know, like the place would applaud. Mm-hmm. You're not from Chicago. And everybody would applaud. It was. Uh, I still get excited fun. when I go to Union Station because of that movie. Yeah. You know, I, I was on the Riverwalk the other day, and I got excited thinking about going to see the movie Walking on the Riverwalk, you know. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's really good. So seeing friends, seeing movies, just... Yeah. Being a civilian. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Catching up with my programs, catching up with my shows. With your TV? My TVs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, you know, being on the road and not being like Catch Game of Thrones means you can't go on Twitter. Yeah, oh, I have forget to, it. Yeah. I have to go on Twitter every day to like update yeah. crap. And I just try not to look at it, you know, and, and just like, I can't. I was like three weeks behind and it was, it was, uh, it was killing me. I understand. Scott Lucas, I, I hope you enjoyed your food. I'm Burger still Belly's enjoying awesome. it. Yes, right. it's great. Uh, thanks for hanging out in the car. Thanks for having me in your car. <laughs> in the daylight. In the daylight. In the daylight. Well, you got the shades. Oh, yeah. It's a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs>